Blessed feast. I love the beer there. It's so beautiful. Kind of brings us kind of to a beautiful presence of her uh, departing this life. So um, this beautiful feast uh, celebrated a little bit later in the church around the 6th century. So it's only 1,400 years old. <laughs> That's young in Orthodox years, by the way. <laughs> so uh, certainly honored through this time, but in regard to a universal celebration of the 6th century. Um, so the feast itself is... Uh, the last feast of the year, her death. You know what the first feast of the year is? Her birth. So she kind of surrounds us in this way. It's a very beautiful way to see uh, her role in our life a bit. Um, you know, it's interesting. You talk to some people and they say, well, why don't we just kind of just go straight to God we don't need the saints. You know, God is the head of a family. And he uses everybody in the family. Like any good father would, right? Any good uh, uh, head of a home would use, he uses his family. He uses his mother, he uses his brothers, he uses his sisters. And he, he gives them responsibilities. And he's given the mother of God a responsibility as the mother of the family the church of the Christian family. So the mother of the Christian family, the mother of God, has responsibilities. We need to understand what those responsibilities are because we can take advantage of them. I think what I want to encourage you today is that just as we move forward in our Christian walk and in gaining little by little a relationship with the mother of God, we begin to tap into the things, the graces she's been given to help us live the Christian life. So what are those things? What are those things? First, I think we see in the feast the great devotion the apostles had to her. You know, we don't hear about this in the Gospels, or we don't hear about it in the epistles, but they were all very devoted to her. John was given the responsibility of taking care of her. So John, as long as she was alive, St. John, was it, she was his responsibility. Uh, and so at her death, when she was given by God the, the vision of her departing, the disciples were miraculously transported to be with her. Wherever they were, they came. I love that. How devoted were they? That's how devoted they were. Their hearts were so in need, in a sense, of being uh, uh, with her, especially at this time, that God translated them to her side to get a blessing from her, to get wisdom from her before she departed this life. Except one, poor Thomas, <laughs> or lucky Thomas. He comes later, opens the tomb, and finds nobody. Translated to heaven. Translated to heaven. So we see it in this feast, and the feast is a beautiful icon, and the icon 
you'll see the mother of God, her body laid out on the bier, but you'll see Christ holding something above her. You know what that is? It's her soul. He's holding her soul. I remember Bishop Basil saying about this feast, he said, if anybody would question the fact that the Lord would not let his mother be in the grave, they've got to be crazy. If it was your mother, what would you do? She's coming with me. She's coming up. She's not going to be in the grave. So we have this beautiful feast, but I think there's some things, I read some commentaries on this, and I just want to share some thoughts that will help us, I think, understand maybe her role in our life a little bit better. Uh, the text uh, commented on by St. Macarius the Great, uh, the, the, the uh, gospel text read, he says to, uh, about Mary that Christ gave her a certain hidden virtue from his own substance. Okay, this is so important for us, I think, to understand. That when we draw near to God, and through her prayers, draw near to God. That union with God unites us to something of God's substance, his energy. And that energy produces in us virtue. So union with God, when you draw near to God in prayer, when you come to God here, he plants in you a seed of virtue. And that seed grows if you take care of it, if you water it, if you give it sunshine, if you give it tears, right? if you give it what it needs to have, that virtue that God gives to you and drawing near to him will grow. It will, and and it, it's interesting to me, I, I, I see this in my own life and in the lives of others, that when we struggle and we feel, in a sense, distant from God and that we feel maybe even far away from our virtue, some virtue itself, there's something maybe very good going on underneath that. Patience, humility, long-suffering. So many virtues get grown in us in difficult times. We don't feel and see them, but they're hidden, like in Mary. They're hidden. And then as we move to Godward, we find that God has grown something in us. So, Draw near to Christ, draw near to Christ, as she did, and let those virtues grow in you, be given to you by God. Uh, Saint Gregory Palamas says that her relationship to Christ, this God being born in her, was not only a union, but a formation by the power of the Most High, a formation. That she is formed by her union with Christ. And so guess what about you? You're united to Christ as well, so you should be formed, not just in relationship, but that relationship should form us, should determine us, should grow us, should, um, let me put it this way. We don't realize our potential. We are to be like God, like Christ, formed 
in his image. Wow. That's another wow, by the way. Wow. Okay. Formed in his image. Formed by God, by being united to God through her prayers. It, it, we see her example. She was formed in his image. So, may this be a help to us. Also, St. Gregory Palamas says this, Earth and grave did not hold her. This life-originating, God-receiving body, the ark of holiness, is resurrected. So, if we can grasp a little bit of drawing closer to the mother of God through our prayers, mother of God, pray for me. As we move to her, we do an akathos to her. We do simple prayers to her. We just ask her help. In this drawing near to her, we are drawing near to the ark of holiness, which is resurrected. And I love this description of her. Life originating and God receiving body. Do we want to find the life of God? Well, she found it. So when we touch her and we ask her prayers and we begin to develop a relationship with her, that's where she takes us, to this, to, to this life-originating Christ, to this, to this God, to this God who, whose body she accepted. So to us, for us to see this, very important. And uh, finally, this from St. Gregory. Her preeminence, receptacle of great graces, she is only, she is the only, this is beautiful, she's the only frontier between created and uncreated. I love that word. She's the only frontier between the created and the uncreated. How did God become man? How did heaven come to earth? Tell me. Through the mother of God. That's how it got here. She is the ladder. She is the way. So when we begin to develop a relationship with her and our relationship grows and grows, guess what she's doing? She's translating us. She's taking us onto this frontier between heaven and earth, between the created and the uncreated. I think this is so important, incredible to us. And I would say it this way too, as I, I, we spoke about it at the homily on Sunday. She's taking us between the lesser reality greater reality. So to me, that's one of the keys for us. How do we comprehend? How do we uh, experience the greater reality? We let her help us, right? We let her help us. We ask her prayers. She is the frontier between the lesser reality and the greater reality. So when we draw near to her, she doesn't act passively when we draw near to her and when we, draw, when we, we pray to her. She act, she's active. And what's she doing? She's moving us from the lesser reality, say it, to the greater reality. That's what she does. Wow. What does a mother, what's a mother try to do anyway, right? She tries to take her kids from the lesser reality to the greater reality, right? 
from the bad thing to the good thing. That's what mothers do. That's what she does. She takes us from the lesser to the greater. What a beautiful thing as we begin to just ask her prayers and just simply not expecting some, uh, some lightning strike, right? But knowing that that's what she's doing with us. So through her prayers today, oh, Holy Mother, be with us, guide us through this frontier from the lesser reality to the greater reality. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.